A tiny number of players could have a large impact for you in fantasy football each year. Each year, around 300 players are drafted in fantasy, but only about 5% are true league winners. A league winner is somebody who greatly outperforms where you drafted them. And these are the top 10 that you want for 2023. And let's begin with number 10 on our list, Christian Kirk, who is a league winner for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Here's the deal. Kirk currently goes in round seven of drafts. Depending on the platform you're on, maybe he goes in round six. Either way, he is a value. He's going often after like a Michael Pittman goes after Mike Williams and this is just a mistake and here's what you need to know Christian Kirk in his first year with the Jags by the way is coming off of a career year this fellow put up 133 targets that's 30% more than his previous career high as you can see here is top 15 in the NFL a lot of people are mocking him saying oh he's not a number one wide receiver well he proved it last year now despite this he goes as the 28th overall wide receiver off the board in round six or seven and there's a reason for this and that reason is this man right here Calvin Ridley who was traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars kind of quietly towards the end of last season and let's break this down right now Calvin Ridley is apparently balling out in training camp you can see right here this dude's one of the best players I've seen live in practice basically ever and we're also getting quotes from his quarterback Trevor Lawrence saying that this guy Ridley is explosive looks like he hasn't missed a beat even though he didn't play last year now the last time we saw Calvin Ridley for an entire year well he was the number four overall wide receiver in fantasy in all four years of his career including his rookie year he's basically been the wide receiver 26 or better now this year he goes as a top 20 guy now now, earlier on in the process, I wasn't as big on Ridley. He's going to be 29 at one point this season. He's getting older. We haven't seen him in almost two years. But since the reports in camp are all positive, and it's not like he's coming off of an injury, it was a gambling suspension, I am feeling a little bit better. But here's the deal. Just because Ridley could have a good year in the Jags offense this year doesn't mean Christian Kirk can't. You can see Alex Crusoe's tweet right here. It puts in my thoughts perfectly into perspective. You can see in 2022, Kirk was the wide receiver 11, while Zay Jones, the wide receiver 2 at that time, was the wide receiver 26. And now this year, Cal Ridley is going as the wide receiver 16 as many believe the wide receiver one in that offense and Kirk is going as the wide receiver 27 in drafts and now here's the thing I think Christian Kirk is better than Zay Jones as an athlete I would think a lot of you do as well so your takeaway is simply that Kirk is going later than where Zay Jones in the same role finished last year but actually Kirk's role is better because Christian Kirk led the NFL in slot receptions last year and slot usage equals higher efficiency for wide receivers and one last thing Christian Kirk is the highest paid player on this entire team not just the wide receivers on the entire team signing a four year deal worth 72 million dollars last year that's 18 million dollars per year yeah i think they're going to continue to use him heavily so when you see kirk going in the sixth or seventh round of your draft especially around guys like brandon Ayuk, michael pittman mike williams drake london go ahead and just take kirk instead but before you can get to kirk in that round you got to consider this next guy and that would be debo samuel of the san francisco 49ers people are somehow sleeping on him right now debo goes in the fourth round of drafts he's actually fallen to the fourth round he's going around amari cooper keenan allen some older wide receivers and just debo right here has by far the most upside now there's no hiding the fact that last year he wasn't as great between his rushing receiving at like 800 yards and he finished 28th in fantasy points per game a big step down from finishing third the year before but there was a reason for his massive drop down a pretty key one Debo Samuel played through many injuries in 2022 and let's talk about those specific injuries in October which is week seven he suffered a hamstring strain he pulled his hamstring whatever you want to call it and this actually lingered for the rest of the season so for more than half the year he was dealing with that injury and then in week four December 11th he actually had a high ankle sprain which caused him to leave a game early messing up his fantasy points per game and miss three games but that's not all because Debo actually started in the preseason with an injury as well and he also wasn't with the team during OTAs or the start of camp you can see right here on August 1st of last year is when he signed his three-year extension up until that point he wasn't with the team meaning that he wasn't getting chemistry with his quarterbacks for those couple of weeks or months but now Debo is healthy and he's paid so he's already in camp and one more thing it is likely right now that Brock Purdy is going to be his quarterback 
back. He's on pace and trending to play week one. Maybe they're going to have a little bit of a competition with Sam Darnold and Trey Lance, but it looks like Purdy will start the year. And in seven games with Purdy last year, Debo averaged 13.8 points per game and 7.4 targets per game. He saw his production overall increase and he was a top 15 receiver during this time. So target Debo and this next cheat code receiver. Now, believe it or not, that guy's name is Cortland Sutton. And before you say, oh, this is crazy and you get in the comment section, just hear me out because I thought the same thing until I saw this. Cortland Sutton has the wide receiver cheat codes. That is red zone usage and downfield targets. And if you don't believe me, just see for yourself. Check out this target share right here. If you see the number in parentheses, 31.8%, that's his red zone target share. That was top five in the NFL last year. Russell Wilson loved throwing to Sutton in the red zone. And when we look at his deep targets, he was 11th overall, but he was top 10 in deep targets per game. So overall between his red zones usage and his deep targets, he was third in wide receiver cheat code usage. So that's unbelievable. Some of the best targets in fantasy he was getting, but there was an issue as to why he didn't produce. 28% of Sutton's targets weren't catchable. And that's because Russell Wilson struggled immensely with accuracy in 2022. But it's not all Wilson's fault. As you can see right here, he ranked sixth last year and how many times when he dropped back, how often he was under pressure. So he saw the sixth highest pressure rate last year per drop back. Now, of course, the Broncos organization realized this and heading into 2023, they made some major changes. Because according to Pro Football Focus, the Broncos have now a number 11 overall offensive line, which as you can see here is up 10 spots from last year. And that's because they spent the most money on the offensive line this year out of any team in the league, adding guys like Ben Powers and Mike McGlinchey, two really good pieces to this line. And then of course, they also traded for Sean Payton. As you can see, Field Yates tweet right here. Sean Payton was actually the fourth ever, fourth ever coach to be traded for. Some really good names on this list. John Gruden, Bill Belichick, and Bill Parcells, the big ones. So getting Sean Payton, an offensive guru, is going to help Russell Wilson and Sutton. So Sutton's going in round nine or 10 of most home leagues, and he has a lot of upside there. And so does this next guy. And that next guy is Marquise Hollywood Brown, who is now the number one wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. And he has top 10 upside. Look, St. Brown right now goes in round seven. He's going after Brandon Ayuk, right around guys like George Pickens and even Traylon Burks. And I just think he should be going way before this. Let's discuss. Hollywood started 2022 off strong, one of the best receivers in football. Over his first six games, he averaged 18.3 points on 10.7 targets per game, and he was the number five wide receiver in fantasy. So that's a fantastic start for Hollywood, but then this happened. St. Brown ended up fracturing his foot and missing the next five games. He kind of dealt with injuries even in week three while he was going off, but a fractured foot, you can't play through that, which is the concern. Yeah, he missed five games. Now, even when he returned, he admitted he was never 100% for the rest of the year, and his official efficiency in quarterback play drop from there on out. But let me give you some positive news heading into 2023. Beautiful people. Brown is now healthy and DeAndre Hopkins is gone. And in eight games last year without Hopkins, he averaged 15.4 points on 9.6 targets per game. This was top 10 wide receiver usage. Now, a lot of this was with Kyler Murray and the concern is that Kyler might not play for a while this year. But look, here's what you need to know. A lot of people think that Kyler is going to sit out for a long period of time because the Cardinals are going to be bad. But I say this is doubtful because he's a guy who likes to play football and wants to be on the field if he's healthy. And according to Jeff Mueller on Twitter, a Twitter doctor who has been very accurate in predicting player performance and injuries, he says, look, I have Kyler Murray coming back around week five. So maybe it's week four, maybe it's week six. Around week five, expect some of the drop-off regression because of rushing production early on, but he can turn into a league winner by Thanksgiving for you. Look, if we're getting Kyler back by week four or five or six, that's great news for Hollywood Brown, where he's going right now in one more thing. Brown still averaged seven targets without Murray last year, and in two career games with Colt McCoy at quarterback, he's earned 16 total targets. So expect Hollywood, while the Cardinals are trailing a lot next year, to be a target hog, get him and this next tight end. And that tight end is Tyler Higby of the Los Angeles Rams, who is undervalued massively right now. Higby currently goes as the tight end 
116 off the board. He's going around guys like Jawan Johnson and Sam Laporta, who's a rookie. Sure, maybe they're exciting, but they don't have the proven track record like a Tyler Higby. He's even going after Cole Komet. Same analysis there. Doesn't have the track record like Higby. Because Higby is a major part of a Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, Rams offense. Just look at his usage year in and year out. 89 targets, then 60, a drop down, then 85, and then 108 targets, a career high last year. Now, part of the career high was because Cooper Cup was out last year, but he also produced with Cup active. Higby averaged 7.2 targets and 10.4 points with Cup active. That production translates to being a top 10 tight end last year, but now he goes 16th off the board. And by the way, he probably has less target competition this year with Allen Robinson gone to start the year. Outside of Cooper Cup, it's just going to be Van Jefferson, Ben Skoronek, and Tutu Atwell. The same guys it was last year where Higby was out earning them in targets. So consider Higby and this next asset. And that asset is the 2023 fantasy blueprint, because if you want to win your league, become a fantasy champion and schmack around your friends, this is for you. It'll have all the tools and analysis you need to do just that. You can see right here, our player tiers that are in ranking order with color codes for values or undervalues. Tyler Higby have him as the 13th tight end right now above ADP. He is highlighted as a value. Now you can get access to the fantasy blueprint by clicking the link below or scanning the QR code on the screen to join the thousands of others already using it. Now the blueprint is only $5 for the entire year, not just for your draft, but every single week during the year, we'll be helping you with waivers, trades, rankings, questions that you have. And if you don't make your fantasy playoffs, check this out right here. It's risk-free. I'll just refund that $5. So go ahead and get the fantasy blueprint for this year and get this next guy. And that would be the Green Bay Packers second year wide receiver, Christian Watson, who look, he's going to win you leagues in 2023. Last year, Watson was hot and cold. He started the year cold and he ended up finishing overall as the wide receiver 32, which isn't all that great, but it doesn't tell the whole story because a lot of people don't realize this, but Watson was dealing with injuries basically the first nine to 10 weeks of last year. And it started in rookie minicamp and OTAs. June 15th, he had a knee tear. He had to have minor surgery. It allowed him to not get any actual reps in with Aaron Rodgers, which was valuable for a rookie at that point. And then he plays week one, but week one ends up being the only game through the first nine weeks that he actually played full snaps because in week two, September 18th, he pulls his hamstring. He misses a few games, tries to come back, but then re-injures it in October and ends up missing five or six games. So to this point, we're approaching week 10 and Watson has only played one game fully healthy, his full snap share. But then in week 10 against the Cowboys, when he was fully healthy again, he went absolutely off. Over 30 fantasy points, 100 yards, three touchdowns on eight targets he broke out and here's what happened next Watson was the number seven wide receiver in fantasy his final eight games but the weird thing is he now goes often in like round five of fantasy drafts as the 23rd wide receiver off the board after DJ Moore which is not right and the reason for this is because he has a new quarterback in Jordan Love and the market believes that Love is not good but here's the thing Watson played with Aaron Rodgers last year and produced well even though Rodgers wasn't good Rodgers was 23rd in quarterback efficiency and 26th in accuracy from a clean pocket last year. The takeaway is if Love could just be a top 25 quarterback, Watson is going to pay off for you. Take him and this next stud. And that stud's name is the Detroit Lions, by far and away wide receiver one, Amon Ross St. Brown. St. Brown currently goes as the wide receiver nine, the 19th overall player in round two. I believe he is a first round talent that you get to take in round two. Now for St. Brown, it all started his rookie year in 2021. You can see on the far left, he had 10 or more targets in his final six games and look at his fantasy points on the right side. He finished six, 27, six, six, second in 10 his overall five out of his last six games were top 10 finishes in that rookie year the final six weeks only cooper cup had more fantasy points than the rookie who was like a fourth round pick in the nfl draft amon ross st brown and a lot of people were saying oh it was fluky there was no deandre swift no tj hawkinson injured for that time during the lines he's not going to continue this well last year in his sophomore campaign he did just that he earned a target on 32 percent of his routes the third best in the nfl and this shows just how good you are at earning targets which means how good of a receiver you are.
you are. Now, Amon Ra finished top 10 last year, 10th overall in fantasy points per game with 16.7 per game, but he actually was injured in four of these games. He either left some games for a drive or two or left for like an entire half, which skews his fantasy points per game. Amon Ra averaged 18.9 points on 10.4 targets in just his healthy games last year. This would have placed him in the top five amongst wide receivers in fantasy production, and now he has no real competition still. Because heading into this year, Jamison Williams is going to miss the first six games. Marvin Jones they acquired, but he's 33 and a half and wasn't efficient last year. And then Josh Reynolds is a fine receiver, but has never been a target hot. His two biggest competition pieces in the receiving game in DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson from last year aren't going to be there to start this year. So grab our number four player on this top 10 list, St. Brown, and now we head to the top three. But before we get there, I got to just let you know about Underdog Fantasy because they are hosting some of the best contests I'm playing in tons, dozens of them right now. You can go into Best Ball Mania. It's just a $25 entry with $3 million to first place. If you want to be a big heavy hitter, there's a thousand dollar contest, probably not for many people, but then look at this, a $5 contest with $500,000 in prizes as well. This is best ball. And if you're not familiar, let me just catch you up to speed. Best ball, you just draft and that's it. They take your highest scores. You don't have to manage the league. So you can do a bunch of leagues and have a bunch of shots at winning 3 million or $500,000 without all the work. Now their biggest contest is the biggest fantasy contest ever. Best ball mania four. This is the fourth year doing it and $3 million to first place. Somebody last year won $2 million. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. Go ahead and check it out down below. If you use the link in the description or the QR code on the screen, well, you can get a free deposit bonus up to hundred bucks. You put in hundred, you get hundred right back. Okay. Now let's enter the top three and the number three league winning candidate this year is going to be Joe Mixon, who continues to rise in fantasy drafts. At one point, Mixon was like a seventh round pick. Now he's going in the fourth round, but he's still a value here. And now let's break down this roller coaster of an off season for Mixon. Many people expected Mixon to maybe be cut or replaced this off season in free agency or the draft, but the absolute opposite happened in free agency. They didn't do anything. They just signed their rookie that they chose in the fifth round in Chase Brown. And then they gave another contract to Trevion Williams, who was already on the team. They actually let their most reliable backup, Samaji P. Ryan, a veteran, go in the offseason. Now, as for Chase Brown, the new rookie, yeah, he is pretty productive. He had over 1,600 rushing yards last year at Illinois, over 200 receiving, almost 1,900 total yards. And you could check out his player profile workout metrics here. I mean, the higher the bar, the closer it is to 100, the better. And he had 89th percentile speed, 95th percentile burst and explosiveness. His bench press, 86th percentile shows his strength. So yeah, he has all these nice characteristics, but he's no threat to Joe Mixon, a proven commodity in the NFL. I mean, Chase Brown is still a fifth round pick, gonna have to compete with Chris Evans, who was the RB3 last year behind P. Ryan, and Travion Williams, who also just got a new contract this offseason. So that was one hurdle for Mixon, the offseason potential additions, and he cleared it, but then there was another one. And that started in June when the Bengals wanted Mixon to take a pay cut this year. And the running back market, if you're following it all this summer, is not a good one. A lot of running backs are unhappy, so Mixon didn't want to go into that market, which is a big reason as to why he actually took that pay cut. He worked it into a $9.4 million non-guaranteed base salary. It kind of took like a four to $5 million pay cut. Now, believe it or not, there's even another hurdle that Mixon has to clear, and that's he's being charged with a misdemeanor. But as of right now, it seems like Joe Mixon is not expected to miss any time at all. And based on the fact that he just got restructured a contract and the Bengals are saying good things about him, they probably did their own investigation seeing that he won't miss any time. So all of this breaks down to Mixon dodging a lot of bullets, and he's probably going to be the number one RB workhorse for the Bengals. In the last three years in that role, he's been a top 10 fantasy producer in fantasy points per game each of the last three years. But now he's going as the running back 17 in drafts, and that's just a mistake after being number two in expected fantasy points last year. Go ahead and get Joe Mixon. And then get our number two player on this list, who is a league-winning wide receiver. Come on down, Jerry Judy. Yes, this is the second Broncos wide receiver we're talking about in this video. That's how much I expect their offense to improve this year. Let's talk about the league winner, Judy. Because Jerry Judy, look at his efficiency. His yards per out run as a rookie, it was 1.72. And now every year since then, and heading into last year, his third year, this improved to 
0.29, which was top 15 in the NFL. His efficiency has increased three straight years. Now, this is a trend that we see from breakout wide receivers who break out in year three or year four. And believe it or not, Judy was breaking out last year because over his final eight games, Judy averaged 18 fantasy points on 7.9 targets per game. And he was a top 12 wide receiver during this time. And Jerry Judy has the fantasy cheat codes. Judy was top 12 in deep targets last year. He also had 11 red zone targets, which was good to see. But the most impressive part, he had all of these deep targets despite playing 40% of his snaps out of the slot. As you can see right here, Jerry Judy was by far the number one slot receiver for Russell Wilson last year. Judy had 58 slot targets. The next closest player had just 17. It is a very rare role to have high slot usage and downfield usage. Those are some of the most efficient targets in the NFL. So as we discussed earlier with Russell Wilson getting Sean Payton in a new offensive line, expect him to improve, which means Judy has top 10 upside this year. And so does our number one league winning candidate. And that number one guy is Deontay Johnson for 2023, the Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver. Look, Deontay currently goes off the board as the 33rd or 34th, depending on the platform you're on, wide receiver. And he's going like round seven. Now, this is a bit strange because last year, Deontay Johnson finished 16th in expected fantasy points at the wide receiver position. Here's what this means. Based on his 2022 usage, Deontay was expected to finish 16th, so borderline top 15 at the wide receiver position. And part of that usage was him earning 147 targets, the sixth most in the NFL in his third straight year, earning over 140 targets. But of course, there was an issue because he didn't finish 16th overall. He finished 37. And that issue is easy to identify. He had zero touchdowns last year on 147 targets. And what makes this even more crazy is he was top 10 in red zone targets last year and still had zero. He was just so unlucky. Now, the good news is Deontay's targets were actually catchable last year, which makes the fact that he didn't catch a touchdown even more crazy. He was 13th in catchable targets and 11th in target quality. So your takeaway is that Deontay Johnson is still elite at getting open and only 26 years old. He's in his prime. And now entering this year, he has the exact same competition for the most part. You swap out Chase Claypool and you put in Allen Robinson. That's really not a change. It's probably a downgrade, if anything. So expect more quality targets from Kenny Pickett and make sure to get Deontay on your team in 2023. So these are the top 10 league winners that you want on your team in 2023. Now, if you want to know the exact opposite players that you need to avoid and let your friends draft instead, well, check out these 10 players in this video right here. And this is the heart of the fantasy season. So make sure you're subscribed to this channel for all the information that will help you beat your friends this year.